and welcome back to BoJack Horsepod, the BoJack Horseman story. Today, we will be talking about Season 2, Episode 3 of BoJack Horseman, Still Broken. I'm Kirsten McInnes, joined as always by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, how are you? I'm great. We got some really, really strong feedback from the Chappelle episode, obviously, now that it's out, because we recorded before the last one came out. But anyway, people loved it. I'm personally <laughs> shocked that everybody loved the Chappelle episode. I know, you all with your hot takes that Chappelle's yeah. good at podcasting. Yeah, I know. But that was so much fun. All these hipsters <laughs> thinking Chappelle is funny and good, like... But yeah, no, Chappelle's great. I love Chappelle so much. I'm so glad we got to bring him into BoJack. And again, he's obligated to come back. He doesn't get a choice. Money in the bank pass. Money in the bank pass. Today with us, we have another amazing guest. Someone who I I foresee a money in the bank pass for this man as well. Very funny podcaster. Great on Twitter. Matt Gagan's here. Matt, how are you? Oh my god, I'm great. Thank you so much for that fantastic introduction. Very messed up of you to make me follow Chappelle, though, because that is famously a very tough act to follow. Don't worry, there's an episode with just Lindsay and I in between, and the episode of BoJack wasn't that good, and so don't worry. That'll be, like, lowering everyone's expectations, you like, didn't like, underground. The, the Disneyland episode? The entire episode is, like, 42 minutes. Yeah, it's like, okay, here's the thing, is it was, there was funny moments, there was stuff that we liked about it, but then there just wasn't that much meat on on the bone you know yeah i watched that episode as well in preparation because i was like well i don't want to skip an episode because what if i miss something important but there wasn't really much important yeah, stuff in that it. i could have skipped <laughs> I, I could have gotten that 26 minutes back of my life but yeah true because this one doesn't even have wanda in it so yeah yeah, yeah. You miss nothing. I do kind of think that this one maybe was originally intended to happen a little earlier maybe they were supposed to be swapped or something but this episode i enjoyed this episode i feel like this one had a lot a lot of potential i was saying before we started i almost forgot to watch the last nine minutes of the episode (laughs) so that would have been bad but we're good not the last nine minutes (laughs) like half of it (laughs) so maddie what's what's your like bojack history with the show what what do you think of it up to this point in season two give us give us the the back the background well, my BoJack history is that I didn't watch it at first because, you know, you can't watch everything that, that premieres. That it's just not possible. I'd like to. But but then after a while, I saw people talking about it. And I was like, oh, I should watch this show someday. And then when, like, I think it was season five that dropped, no one would shut up. And I was like, all right, fine. I think there's been enough buzz where I got to, this will be the next show I watch. And then I think I watched all five seasons in, like, one week. It was like one, one. It was like around like Christmas and New Year's when like nothing else is on TV at that point. So I had a lot of time to kill, and I watched it and I loved it, and it was very funny, and also it just made me depressed in a way that no other show could even come close to doing. Not sad in a way like I'll watch it if I need a good cry, but like sad like I'll be messed up after watching a few episodes and won't know what to do with myself for the next three days. And that's just watching a few episodes, let alone the five seasons back to back that I watched. But I really love the show. And then when you guys announced this podcast, I was very excited to have an excuse to rewatch it. And so Yay. I've been watching along. And the first season is kind of like I remembered. Like you guys were saying how you don't realize that all this stuff happened in the first season. Like it kind of, all, all these main plot points kind of happen sooner than you thought. That was kind of happening with me too. But I'm very excited because I think it's one of the shows that kind of gets better as it goes. So I'm very excited to get into these later seasons eventually. Now, Maddie, and I hope I'm not exposing you on the podcast. Okay. You famously keep a list of all the times that you cry. I do, yes. Now, <laughs> were there any like major crying moments through your your bojack? Like I'm imagining at the end of a week of watching five seasons of BoJack <laughs> that you were just emotionally destroyed. Like I would not mm-hmm. be well. I'm sure there was, numb. and it would probably take a lot of time for me to scroll back to 2018 in my <laughs> in my list, but I could probably find it. But like just even recently in this recent rewatch, I, I was like sobbing after watching Downer Ending. Like, <laughs> it was really. That I, was a, I just hit, like I was not prepared for the. <laughs> For Bojack to be asking that question at the Ghost Rider convention, and then it just ended. I was like, "Oh my god, where do I go from here? This is, this is, this is devastating." That was even recently. That one, that one really got me. Yeah, that the end of that episode is it's a gut punch. You know, true to the title, a downer ending. Yeah, Mm -hmm. literally. 
Yeah, I was talking to Josh Wiggler on Post Show Recap Theater recently, and he was talking about, like, oh, should I watch it? I've always been thinking I should watch it. And I was like, honestly, I feel like you want to feel really stable, and I honestly would not recommend it if you're not totally sure you can handle it. No. I think because, like, what you're saying, where it's just, like, you're completely numb and, like, yeah. overwhelmed. I'm like, this well, can actually bring still, up some yeah. bad stuff. But I still love the show for that, because it, it yeah. can really can affect you in a way that no other show can. Yeah, yeah. once again, if you... Stay depressed. You can't get depressed. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The motto of our show. (laughs) Nothing on the outside, nothing on the inside. (laughs) Conceal, don't feel. Oh, God. We're so healthy, Kirsten. I'm I'm healthy. I don't don't know about you. So, okay, this episode of Bojack Horseman still broken. It's the return of the kids from Horsing Around, and it's starts with the very ending of the pilot of Horsin' Around with Sarah Lynn saying a line that made me laugh out loud. Sorry, I broke your expensive bachelor vase. (laughs) What's a bachelor vase? Was it full of condoms? Oh, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Manly flowers. This was was 90s TV, so you couldn't be that explicit with it. You had to just (laughs) call it a a bachelor vase. (laughs) Your bachelor vase. And then it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we're a family. And then the the horsing around name drop in the episode. And then they're they're done filming. They leave. They've got a hit on their hands. This is as long as they don't dip below a paltry 15 million viewers. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) That's a sign of a show doing really terribly if they only get 15 million. In the 90s. That's right. And then it's just kind of like, okay, the show's a success. Oh my God, no matter what, we're going to stick together. And then it's like, hard cut. They're at Herb's funeral. Herb has passed away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bear nurse is giving her sad eulogy. Very touching grunts and moans. Yes. <laughs> literally, like it comes back from the opening credits and it's literally a Harry, Harry, Henry, Henry. I Henry can't want to call him Harry, Harry, Winkler. Harry Winkler. And I don't know why, because it's like not right at all. But I just like, I just don't believe that Henry's a real name, I think. <laughs> That's an interesting theory. Is that, is that bad? I don't know. Anyways, Henry Winkler is like, oh, thank you, Tina, for your heartwarming grunts and growls. Yeah, Yeah, I love how Henry Winkler keeps introducing himself. Like, he keeps calling back to his appearance on Law & Order SVU. Yes, and he will let us know that he was on that one episode of Law & Order SVU in 2002. And that's what people know him from. It's amazing. Well, and here's the thing. Do we know anything else from esteemed character actor Henry Winkler? Happy days. Of course we do. And then he's the attorney on Arrested Development. And he is the dad in Holes. And I know he's on that show Barry that he won an Emmy for, his first Emmy. He is in Barry. I need to watch Barry. I've heard only good things. You guys need to spend more time on Wikipedia and IMDb. <laughs> well, but this this is my IMDb time is during <laughs> like, the podcast. I I have a, an actual problem to the point where I'm missing so much of the show. Like as soon as I watch a show or movie, I am on the Wikipedia page reading the Wikipedias of all the actors involved, googling other stuff, and then before I know it, I've missed half the episode. Oh, you know, Kirsten, he's also John Ralphio and Mona Lisa's dad on Parks yes. and Rec. Yes, yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. You know, a, a character actor, indeed. Except I think he said too many like multi-episode runs i always just associate him with like barry's very good he was a Fonz for a long time yeah very long time but i mean i think at this point character actor everyone that we talk about is a character actor yeah i I don't know what your definition of character actor but it seems like everyone is it's everyone it's everyone it's everyone (laughs) and that's the fun of this Okay. Did you know that in 2016 he did the voice of Shark Face in SpongeBob SquarePants? I Famously. was done with my SpongeBob watching by that point, at least as far as new episodes go. I know you stopped watching SpongeBob a lot earlier than that, Kirsten. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it. <laughs> Why not? Because my mom said it was, looked stupid. <laughs> Which I think is fair. I think what? it does look stupid. <laughs> that oh was that was the rule in Vanessa's house. If that was the rule in my house, I wouldn't have watched anything. (laughs) Exactly. If she thought it looked stupid, we were not watching it. And she probably would have said the same thing about BoJack Horseman. But then if I had put on an episode of it and she was in the room, she would have laughed harder than anyone. But she would have been like, it's stupid. I don't want to watch it. Still stupid. Still can't get away from that stupid moniker. Right? That's like I, I, I got her to watch Big Brother finally. And then I tried to get her to watch Survivor. And she said, Survivor's stupid. And wow. I said, Compared to Big Brother. I said, Mom, yeah. do you know what Survivor is? And she's like, it's when there's people on an island and they're mean to each other. 
mean, yeah. And I was like, okay, you know what? Sounds like you know what Survivor is. Okay, you know, you it's not for you. She should have been writing the blurbs for like Netflix. It's like, have you ever yeah. noticed on Netflix how it'll be like when you first select a show, there's a blurb. And then when you select the show, like one more, there's like a much more detailed blurb. And it often is a completely different story than what the initial like <laughs> clickbait title is. Have you ever seen noticed that before? No. Yeah, I, I mean, I know what you're talking about. I've never really stopped to think about it like that. So Sometimes it's like very funny if you're with a group of people, you know. One day when you can be with a group of people again, which I guess closer for you than us since America mm-hmm. vaccinates people. USA. USA. <laughs> this is the one time I'll let you have it, Maddie. It's, yeah. the, it's no, the one I, time. The, the patriotism's already making me nauseous, I'd like to say. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsten and I are just like so uh, de- so yeah. defeated here that we're like, just, just do it, it's fine. I'm just like, so I found, so I know now where like the largest vaccine clinic in Victoria is, and it's a location that's like pretty close to my house. And I was like, maybe I should just like linger and see if there's yeah. like doses at the end of the day. And just my sister was out. like, the government specifically said not to do that. And I was like, yeah, but that's for other people. That's not for me. I can linger. I can get at that end of day vaccine. Meet me at the dumpster. I'll administer my own shot. I don't care. How hard could it be? I can't get take, take the needle, needle, stab the arm. That's it. I don't know, Kirsten. I don't know if I can condone you just like going out to meet a stranger at a dumpster to receive some <laughs> vaccines. I don't know about this. I mean, there is a chance I would end up not with a COVID vaccine, but with like a, an addiction problem. <laughs> but, but what's life without risk? It's no life at all. Is what if, it I'm is. Not, if I'm not getting the COVID vaccine, then I guess I'm ready for my end of life care anyways. So <laughs> it's fine. Good um, luck getting this podcast back on track after that one. The, but thank Hopefully, talking about end-of-life care, they're still at her uh, funeral. What a transition. The Segway master, Kirsten McKinnon. Yeah. I had a question that we got from Deidre who asked, how do they decide when someone is going to be themselves, like when one of the guest stars is just going to be themselves versus mm-hmm. voicing somebody? Like Lisa Kudrow got to be Wanda, mm-hmm. but then we have like Henry Winkler. Or, <laughs> I was going to say Andrew Garfield, but that's not the real Andrew Garfield. Well, yeah, exactly. I think, I think it has to do with like a certain level of like fame in that moment mm-hmm. like in like was this like 20 what 2013 2015 2015 yeah. yeah oh yes 2015 so like 2014 2015 if you've got like olivia wilde too famous to play mm-hmm. herself on this show <laughs> like stanley tucci too famous to play himself on the show lisa kudrow too famous to play herself right. on the show henry winkler in Just 2015, right. Right. And this is pre, pre-Emmy Henry Winkler. Yeah, so I think the people playing themselves are the esteemed character actors. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's how you define That's how you can identify actor. the character actor. If they're playing themselves, they're a character actor. <laughs> that's perfect. That's so good. <laughs> I And here's the thing. You joke, you laugh. I think you're on to something. No, I think this is good. I think this is a good film. Well, I think you clocked it. Okay, yes. So Henry Winkler dedicates a bench to herb kazaz and we get some details about herb's untimely demise so he had cancer famously as we know herb kazaz has ass cancer or had ass cancer but it turns out his cancer was in remission so then when he was driving home from finding out about this he was tweeting and driving which is not recommended by this podcast and his car crashed with a truck a peanut truck he survived the crash but was deathly allergic to peanuts and died of his peanut allergy. I had zero memory of this. <laughs> oh, me too. And honestly, as soon as Henry Winkler is like, let's read his last tweets, I kind of like Which, went into a vortex. Like, <laughs> like no, no, no. First of all, I think if, th- this is the future of funerals, reading, uh-huh. reading last tweets. I hope like, one day I'm lucky enough to, first of all, live tweet my own death and then have the <laughs> tweets read aloud at my funeral. This is... Okay, right right now, the last tweets you have, if these are being read at your funeral, how do you feel about that? Oh my god, okay, let's, <laughs> let's, I mean, Maddie's Twitter, again, follow him, MaddieFresh24. My last tweet is, Moana's got some bangers, so I'd be pretty happy if that was the last tweet that gets, that gets read at my funeral. That's good. Yeah. Right, I, I think, you know what, I'm ready to die now, I think. <laughs> Emily Gilmore was able to take down Jane Lynch in one episode of Gilmore Girls like no one was able to on six whole seasons of Glee. This is gold. No unfinished business. Oh, John Stamos is coaching girls high school basketball now? Okay, I mean, I also saw the preview for that show and thought that it looks incredible. I think it looks incredible. I think I'm going to watch it too. That's the new Disney Plus. Listen, stay tuned for our next podcast venture. 
the the big shot pod where we talk about John Stamos coaching high school girls basketball. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Anyways, okay. But yeah, the tweets are basically like, I'm cancer free. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Hashtag hopefully it isn't full of peanuts. Hashtag, oh no, it was full of peanuts. Watch out. This podcast is full of peanuts. We then get the Bojack and Charlotte conversation that I think was not expected. I feel like I, watching this the first time, I did not expect to see Charlotte again other than like the fantasies of Maine. But they're smoking weed together. Always a fun event at a funeral. That's a good funeral activity. <laughs> yeah, it's a very short mm-hmm. little chat that they have. And I feel like basically all it does is debunk Bojack's idealized version of her where he like pictured her living at this really idyllic lake up in Maine. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I've lived in Santa Fe for like 30 years. Yeah, we've been we've been getting this Charlotte character in like very small doses so far. Just like mm-hmm. a scene here, a flashback a few episodes ago. And that's pretty much it so far. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's interesting, too, because I feel like in this scene of her it is the first time we're actually seeing her not seeing her through Bojack's memories and I do feel like she seems more like a normal person rather than someone to be idolized but also like they're at a funeral so it's like nobody's gonna be their most sparkling amazing self yeah she basically just tells him to like look me up if you're ever in New Mexico and that's about it it's just so weird to me that Charlotte kept in touch with Herb all those years and, like, went to the funeral. Like, God forbid in, like, 40 years I am going to, like, an ex's funeral. (laughs) Well, I feel like because of the fact that Herb is gay, I feel like they probably ended it, like, fairly amicably. Maybe he even told her. And so there weren't so many hard feelings where she was just leaving and it wasn't like this horrible breakup. You got the sense from her that she was like, yeah, I'm going. And he, like, doesn't care. It's fine. So I feel like they're... They were able to remain friends. I guess, yeah. That's but like yes, Fran Drescher but... and her ex. Yeah, God forbid, though. <laughs> God forbid I'm going to any ex's funeral. I'm. So... Yeah, to date, there is not one that I would go to their funeral. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to leave the option open. You never know. I never, I mean, I guess never say never. I don't know. Whatever. That's so right. you, you never know who you're going to have to shoot. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You got to keep your options open when it comes to attending funerals, okay? <laughs> like to stay open to maybe remaining friends with someone. <laughs> it could be an event. It could be an event. So Charlotte also brings up the visit that Bojack had with Herb before his death. And Bojack's like, oh, <laughs> did Herb tell you much about it? And she's like, no. But then I read your book and I know he's never going to forgive you. And then you wrestled on the floor and it was like a whole thing. You're fighting over a telescope, yeah. yeah. This, this book is really <laughs> continuously coming back to haunt Bojack. Yeah, damn book. <laughs> it's really just weird to me how, like, he brought Diane to that. He didn't have to bring her. She That could have never been known by the public. But yeah, and that's where we find out she's in New Mexico now, not Maine. And Bojack's like, what? Not in Maine? Forever? Yeah, she's like, I lived there for like a month. Hey, it was 30 years ago. I went for a month. No, I don't live in a house next to a lake in Maine. Yeah, this goes against mm-hmm. everything Bojack's ever imagined about her. Is Maine yeah. famous for lakes? I would have thought it would have been more the ocean. I don't know what Maine's famous for. I think probably a lobster. I'm, mess- I'm messaging Colin Stone right now. Famous Maine <laughs> correspondent Colin Stone. I was going to say that, but I, I know I, I didn't want to expose where he lives. He doesn't live in Maine, though, so <laughs> oh, that's I think right. it's okay. <laughs> so I grew up in New Brunswick, which is on the border with Maine. And so I occasionally would go down there for like fancy American shopping, Ooh. which basically meant like there's a Martins on the border where you can get like bargain. You go shit. to Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get like duty free alcohol. Colin <laughs> immediately replied. Wow. I said, are there lots of lakes in Maine? And he said, yeah, tons. Oh, there you have it. So yeah. Maine, famous for lakes. Good to know. That was the fastest yeah, text really back fast. I've gotten from anyone one ever he's like he loves man i want to talk about Maine. it was almost as if someone was like listen they mentioned maine in this episode of bojack we're gonna need you on call in case we have a question be ready i mean i did text him that earlier this week of course <laughs> oh that's so funny okay i can't believe i thought i was hoping it would be like maybe next week we'd get an answer but no instant <laughs> like by the end of the pod yeah we'd have a nice a nice cliffhanger for the end of the an, episode an instant text anyways back to the pod main corner is over where where did we go from here? I'm I've lost the plot entirely. <laughs> uh, something about a lake in Maine. Yeah. Well, Todd is like stealing sandwiches at the reception, and Bojack is like carrying an impressive amount yeah. of sandwiches. All of the sandwiches. Oh right. And Bojack's like, did everyone here read my book? And Todd goes, I didn't. He goes, well, here's the Cliff Notes version. Shut up, Todd. <laughs> Shut up, Todd. Uh, amazing. Yeah. And then Todd's like, I'm gonna go sit in the trunk of your car and play astronaut. <laughs> That's pretty pretty adorable. I love Todd. Oh, Todd. I love him so much. Todd was I. Todd is my uh, first go around. Todd is my least favorite of the starting five. Not that I disliked him, and also I've 
always said that New Girl has the best starting show, but I think BoJack comes close. I think it's been... Because I, I love all five main characters a lot. Especially on this go-around. I, I'm really enjoying Todd. Yeah. He's just a just a carefree, happy-go-lucky guy. He has such a nice face. He has such a nice face. <laughs> he, he does have... She was onto something. He has a great face. Someone get this man a cookie. I want someone to give me a cookie for having a good face. Yeah. yeah but people don't give me enough cookies for my face. You know? I'm <laughs> always saying this. I'd rather... A French fry, I think, but I'll I mean, but a single cookie, French fry is so rude. What's your take on a crinkle <laughs> right. cut fry, man? Not my favorite. I like. I really just. I, I love a classic French fry, and that's if if a classic French fry is is on the table, you know, that's where I'm gonna go. Right. I'm always gonna pick it over any of these subpar variations. Even oh, even over a curly fry. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, I would. But if a couple of curly fries end up in the basket full of mm-hmm. you know the regular fries i'm not gonna you gotta get the crinkle cut fry you gotta have it extra crispy seasoning salt change your life mm, changes yeah. your life it's good. very good we had an extensive discussion of our french fry preferences on the last episode <laughs> i am very passionate about french fries truly the one food i love consistently great like even if they're not great they're still like fine yeah. right they're, they're still french fries like you're not gonna Unless they're like you know cold and soggy. Well, yeah, right? nobody. I don't want anything cold and soggy. Yeah, don't put that in the universe. Yeah, no. Like, oh, get Listen. out of here! Your cold and soggy <laughs> fries. Okay, so then we also find out that in addition to all of these sandwiches, which Todd has now taken, they're having dates at the funeral, <laughs> and Princess Carolyn is like, "Why would you serve dates with nowhere to put the pits? Some people have no class." And then proceeds to talk about how she did not know Herb at all, but is there only to network because this is going to be a massive social interaction. You gotta network at a funeral. I sensed that you would really enjoy the Jake and Maggot's Jillian Hall thing, Kirsten. Did you enjoy that? Yes. So rude. People are so rude to Maggie Jillian Hall. But my favorite part of the whole thing is when Princess Carolyn talks about how like now the horse and around money is going to come in because Herb has passed and Bojack's like that's blood money I don't want it and she's like do you think Elton complained when Diana died more like <laughs> candle in the windfall yeah she's like shouting this across the room <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to like Bojack has left she is shouting it to no one in particular yeah. at this point <laughs> yeah Bojack's like oh just give it to some orphans which is like surprisingly selfless yeah Bojack Get, really uh, uh, having some kind of a moral compass in this Sebastian St. Clair to use that money. I think Sarah was the one she messaged and said, like, should we start a list of like good things he did? <laughs> oh, I was like, no. no. It would be a shorter list. It would be a very short list. That's actually, now that I'm looking at this, she said, should we rank the good things Bojack does? Probably a short list. <laughs> well, I mean, even still, I pretty sure once the money starts coming in bojack will take it i think just in the moment he's at the funeral in his feelings and Mm -hmm. so then in that moment he's like i don't want blood money but the second he gets a little blood money like then he's got a taste for it once you have the blood money it's hard to give it up exactly it's hard to remember that it's blood money once you have it so then we get the scene of bojack and all of the kids from horsing around are all in herb's bedroom and Joelle has taken on a, a fake British accent. She was one of the ones I find it was the most obvious that this was another Alison Brie one. Like some, Very yeah, obvious, yes. As, yes. As soon as she started talking, I was like, this sounds like Alison Brie in a British but it's accent. Like, but like not an actual British accent, like a fake, yeah. like so obviously yeah. fake and a bad fake. It's like if there, I yeah. started walking around like, oh, I'm on the West End, like the worst <laughs> British accent of all time. Oh, that's so good. I feel like Alison Brie and Paula Tompkins both do a ton of voice yeah. work for the show. I feel like every other like just side character, I'm just hearing their voice. I'm like, oh, that sounds. Yeah, like well, them. like every time Vincent Adult Man opens his voice, like, it's yeah, Diane. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, very, very disappointed. Vincent Adultman didn't get to come as Princess Carolyn's plus one or something. Oh, that would have been so good in a in a black trench coat. This yeah. <laughs> Maybe harder to schmooze with a child around. I don't know. True. I, like that's not true. <laughs> he doesn't like oh, dates. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't like dates. That's baby stuff. It's so bad. And yes, okay, so they're in the room. And yeah, uh, Joelle has like a fake British accent. Which, Sarah Lynn's got the shirt yes, with the handprints everywhere. Sarah Lynn is uh, having a time. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, a, a bold choice to wear at a funeral, but apparently she did not even realize this was a funeral. Yeah, I so. thought it was a party. <laughs> Tra- it she's so high right now, she doesn't even know where she's looking. I love seeing everyone's funeral garb. Yeah. Like, Mr. Peanut Butter is in a tuxedo shirt and what appears like black track pants. Yeah, I think that's what he wore right to here. his wedding, too, right? <laughs> it is absolutely what he wore to his wedding. We- Todd not even dressed up, just there to take the sandwich. Yeah. Todd has no other clothes, okay? He doesn't even have a... I'm sure he's lost his closet at Bojack's house since. Probably. I laughed so hard with the Sarah Lynn thing they were like oh that woman was getting mad at me and they're like yeah you kept touching her face and telling her she was gonna die next I'm eccentric I'm eccentric I do weird things how is that my problem which I think is gonna be my go-to next time someone yeah. gets mad at me for doing I'm something eccentric. I'm eccentric I do weird shit how is that I'm my gonna, problem I'm gonna I'm gonna take that I'm gonna insert that into my life future Twitter bio upcoming I'm that's a great Twitter bio <laughs> I am no I'm very much right now just like you know what I'm gonna try taking on phrases see if they stick see what happens right now I'm experimenting with surfs up <laughs> <laughs> oh no are you also gonna be doing the hanging uh, sign surfs up <laughs> Now, now that now, now right? Cool. I think I like it works. It. I think it works. I like and it. you know what? Everyone who was watching my Twitch stream said it doesn't work as a hater. So <laughs> that's right, Chappelle. Man, you're a hater too. Chappelle told me not to say surfs up, dude. He also told us you can't say Kend. I but that he was right about that one. He was right. He was right about that one. What yeah, else no was one there? Say Kend. Oh, and then someone was like, "Oh, Kirsten's more of a valley girl," and I was like, "Yeah, it's like a vibe. Like I'm a valley girl." And Chappelle was like, "No, never say that again." And he's right about that one too. But surfs up, I I can pull off surfs up, dude. I'm just a West Coast surfer dude, you know? I think keep trying it. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on with it. It's going to be great because this podcast is going to come out long after I've abandoned yeah. surf, surf up. <laughs> a nice relic in time. Really dating. Oh, yeah. Remember that time a couple weeks ago when I used to say surf up? <laughs> surf, surf's up, dude. Everyone's going to be tweeting at you and you're going to be like, why is this happening? Yeah, everybody. <laughs> insert surf's up into your five-star review of BoJack Horse. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yes. And so we've also got, it's Brad is the... Yeah, Bradley. Bradley. Uh, I always forget his name because I'm always like, it's Ethan from Ethan is, or whatever. And why is his character's name Bradley Hitler Smith? It's a good question. Like, I, I'm going to say it, Bojack, you didn't need to do that. No, not necessary. He Voiced. has the biggest hardware store in Seattle. Actually, it's Olympia, okay? Because, <laughs> yeah, he did not stick to being a child star. He left to, to pursue a normal life. He's got a bald spot to prove it. I truly, like, this is a relatively famous man, and I'm just like, this could be any white man. And I, like, you could <laughs> tell me any white man was Adam Conover. You could tell me any man was him. And I'd be like, yeah, okay. Is he the voice of this guy? <laughs> yes. I would assume so. Because I did see his name in the credits, and now Kirsten is talking about him, so it'd be a really weird. <laughs> no, I just, you know, thought it'd be fun to talk about somebody else. I just thought I'd bring it up and see if you guys could keep up. But yeah, truly, like I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the credits, and I'm like, yeah, I guess Adam ruins everything. Like, oh, I guess one episode of Two and Birdie. Oh, Two and Birdie. That's it for this edition of Name That White Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, oh, a white man from college humor. I'm shocked. <laughs> Shocking. Joelle is playing Juliet's nurse. Yeah. I'm I'm on the I'm on the West End playing Juliet's nurse. Nurse. <laughs> so bad. Her bad British accent is so bad. Like there's a reason why I never do accents and it's because I can't do them, but I think I could do an impression of her bad accent. <laughs> yeah, if it's supposed to be bad, then there's no pressure. Like in if doing it's supposed it. to be bad, then I could do it, right? It's- I think if I went to England for a week, I'd come back with a bad British accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll watch Australian Survivor like th- three episodes in a week, and I'll have an Australian accent by the end of the week. Yeah, I'm just gonna develop a bad British accent. That's also well. I'll try that and see if it sticks too. <laughs> now say "surfs up, dude" in a bad. Oh uh, yes, accent. combine all of the bits. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I was talking to someone recently, and like bad accents came up and i was like i can only do oliver twist because <laughs> it's so bad like bad oliver twist i can't do it. it's honestly offensive to england if i were if i were to actually even try like it would just be offensive so do not let don harvey listen to this <laughs> at the theater where i used to work they did a streetcar named desire and the director was like okay everybody's gonna need to do an accent and i was doing like the the sound stuff so obviously didn't need to but i would always like drop in on their accent practices and be like i do declare yeah. <laughs> and I would just like waltz out of there. <laughs> no, I do declare. <laughs> That's 
she was a really valuable member of the team. <laughs> it sounds like it. You're a valuable member of every team, and I love and <laughs> respect you so much. Thank you. But yeah, okay, so they're in Herb's room. I, we've really gone so far off of oh my God. God's path on this. <laughs> so it's like they're all mad. They're all getting under each other's skin. Sarah Lynn is literally stealing all of Herb's cancer medication. Makes the, the joke to uh, Joelle, oh, I just assumed you had a bunch of kids because of your body. <laughs> Joelle calls Sarah Lynn the C word. It's like, what? It's okay to say in English. Yeah. <laughs> The rare, the rare C-bomb on a, on a yeah. show. Whenever the C-bomb drops on a show, it's always, like, a lot. And I always just laugh, even though it is, like, deeply offensive. <laughs> yeah. Like, in, in Bridesmaids, where Kristen Wiig calls the, like, teenager at the jewelry store the C-word. Like, it's so funny. And I remember seeing it's, that in theaters. Yeah. And my sister and I burst out into hysterical laughter. The rest of the theater, silent. They, yeah, they were... Appalled. It's always hilarious because it's never expected. <laughs> you never expect... Never the, expect. The, the C word and it just I don't know what else to do I just laugh every time I don't know I guess I'm the the, the demographic that they're targeting that joke to so I definitely laughed at that but I laughed so much with Sarah Lynn when she's like super califragilistic XBL a bitch killed me yeah, that, that was also great and Bojack keeps making comments of like oh yeah no we all get under each other's skin because we're family and like Bradley and everyone's like we're not family but I love Sarah Lynn it's like so long thanks for the memories and don't forget to suck a dick dumb shit oh such a good catchphrase oh I want to hear it so many more times because every time it's great it's always so good but this is when we've got the the bat executor the blind bat comes in they are not a lawyer not a barrister <laughs> I told him I'm not actually an attorney. I'm just a blind man. <laughs> Maybe it was my formal way of speaking. Yeah. yeah, he's got directions to Herb's gold. On a, a floppy, floppy disk. disk. Not like a, a, literally a floppy disk. I also love he goes, Herb thought me wise for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a floppy disk. And Bojack is very excited. He's like, Herb is giving us a reunion special. He always wanted us to have a treasure hunt episode, but the network said it was too edgy. Yeah, Bojack is really desperate to make this whole family reunion thing work he wants a reunion episode it's very important to him sarah lynn is like who cares what he wanted he doesn't even care because he's dead it's like sarah lynn you just realized he's dead yeah <laughs> and she's she's come to terms yeah. with it very quickly she's immediately fine but bojack makes it into like oh but it's herb's last wish like it's gotta be something and it's like no it's actually not her last wish because it's on a floppy disk which means this was Herb's last wish 35 years ago. Yeah. Bojack just has so much guilt about the Herb thing that he's just so desperate to just make things right. And he thinks that somehow this treasure hunt thing will make it right. But to his point, treasure hunt episode, always a fan. You know, love a good treasure, <laughs> love hunt. A good treasure hunt. The National Treasure movies, those are some great movies. <laughs> Honestly, points were made. I think we can all agree on that. So I was very excited to see that there was going to be a treasure hunt for Herb's gold. We can all agree on that. I think we can all agree. Oh, intercut with this, uh, I guess we could just zoom through the rest of the funeral up to yeah. when Bojack returns to it. So Henry Winkler gets offered a job, but is so furious because it really burns his biscuit when people, that someone would try to turn a funeral into a schmooze fest. And so Princess Carolyn is like, uh, yeah, I used to volunteer with her about a soup plantation a soup a, a soup why what? what's the kitchen yeah a soup kitchen whichever one's the good one and it's like very like stop it stop it princess carolyn i love henry saying that t and herb used to work at habitat for humanity and they're like we called it herbitat for henranity we spent most of the day coming up with that but we did help some people we still, we st yeah, we still we help some people. people herbitat for henranity is pretty inspiring <laughs> so good or whatever it's, it was yeah that was a good one that was a really good one and then basically it turns into like mr peanut butter hears princess carolyn lying about this and was like please clarify tell us more details and she's like oh you why don't you tell us a story about you and herb and he's like nah i'm just here to schmooze yeah sounds like you were really close Listen. friends and he's just like really encouraging her to share more and more detailed stories about herb who princess carolyn <laughs> does not know and is just making up fake stories about but she's like the star of the funeral everyone's like completely <laughs> taken in with her story like to the point where they're like you should scatter his ashes in ottawa <laughs> yeah she's a pretty good bullshitter she i mean she's got them in the palm of her hands by the end of this funeral a story that could never be topped <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's like or you could tell us another story with even more details <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much I mean, princess carolyn should maybe be the the actress of of the group i think she'd find more success than bojack <laughs> she's clearly very good i think yeah 
I think you're onto something there. I think it's a perfect idea. I mean, maybe she should join like an improv group or something because she's all this stuff was coming to her. Quick. Yeah, I think she should consider she should consider improv. Actually, you know, a lot of the people on this show should maybe consider improv. I, I wonder if they've ever thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the but the the horse and around crew they're on their treasure hunt. They are back in Herb's office, which is like a time capsule to the '90s because no one wanted it because there's a tap dancer in the office above i did not take down their name yeah me either the first time when there was the the tap dancing reference when it's a flashback of bradley talking to her because he's upset that bojack is becoming friends with his mom which oh also is a recurring bit of the episode that bojack can't remember who bradley's mom was who he slept with is there a chance your mom is two redhead twins (laughs) (laughs) and so i thought that the like stomping the tap dancing sound was like Bojack having sex with Brad's mom in the office upstairs. Like, it sounded like hooves. Yeah, definitely. But no, tap dancing. But yeah, no one ever wanted the the office. And they just, like, they get a clue. They need the password to the floppy disk. And I really love how Joel has, like, a a memory of calling Herb and complaining. And he's like, it's all about family. You have to remember family. And it's like, oh, okay, the password is going to be family. And she's like, the password is password. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Like, it just has nothing to do with it. Did you have an American accent in that flashback or a British accent? Yeah, but Jack's yes, exactly. like, I swear to God, you were American when we were on Horse and Around. I am 70% sure that you were American. Yeah. Man, um, no, Herb is like a delight in all of these flashbacks where he's just being like super nice to all the kids and the different ones. Herb, Herb seems like he was a nice guy. Yeah, Herb, Herb was great. He's like telling Joelle, like, you're too good for TV anyway. You should go to the theater. And then like talking to Ethan and like is super nice to him, gives him solid hair for his yeah. computer. Who's Ethan? Ethan. Oh my God, that's his character. Bradley. Ethan around. This is a real oh Marcus Wayne situation. <laughs> At least Ethan is his character's name. Marcus just came sure, out of I mean, nowhere. Listen, I am constantly accidentally calling characters by like their actor's name and vice versa. Yeah. So this is, this makes sense. There's also another little side plot of Todd becoming cool in this episode. Yeah, should we burn through that real quick too? It's only like two scenes, yeah. but it's probably my it's favorite two so scenes. So funny! Of the so it's so delightful. So he comes in to like get involved in the treasure hunt because he's been playing astronaut, and Bojack's like, "Here's ten bucks. Go get us a bunch of squirts from yeah. the the vending machine." And he's like, "Okay, Todd, you could get it. Put the money in the machine and get the squirt." Like he's like giving himself a pep talk, but he drops the money. The money gets picked up by a mouse, the mouse gets picked up by a bird, and the bird gets hit by a plane. Why does this always happen to me? Yeah, I love the implication that every time he tries to use a soda machine, someone gets hit by a plane. (laughs) Every time. Why does this always happen to me? Well, and the bird that, like, picked up the mouse was, like, smaller than the mouse, which I thought was funny. (laughs) Very strange. And then it's like, okay, well, in BoJack, if it's an animal just doing what animals do, like, a bird would catch a mouse and eat it. Would that bird get arrested by the mouse cop? (laughs) The cat cop? The cat cop. You know what I mean. I have mice on the mind. Would the cat cop try to capture a mouse just to play with it for fun? Whoa. Is the cat uh, is the cat cop a murderer? Is it murder if you're an animal? Whoa. This goes back to that mosquito thing where you're like, can the mosquito drink the blood of a person yeah. or is it assault? I, this this show really has like deep implications yeah. for so ethics. Unanswered questions. I yeah. really would love a dick. Here's what we were thinking when we created the like an- the anthropomorphic. <laughs> they could animals. definitely make a Bojack Horseman and philosophy book. Definitely. Should I write that book? do it yes yeah i think so especially you know i know all about nietzsche so (laughs) oh time Uh, is a flat circle it's fine (laughs) anyways are we too self-referential on this podcast never no such thing (laughs) but oh right so then todd runs into a janitor who has like the transformation machine from family matters where Stephen urkel (laughs) became stefan urkel and todd's like yeah it's always so funny when we don't know if he did that or not Uh, he never knows if he did that and the janitor's like this is a prop like trying to give him a lesson on just like (laughs) you can be more confident you don't need like a transformation machine but Todd goes in and is like I feel so different this is so funny Toad Chevet yeah he becomes so cool and he's like he steals a motorcycle and he goes, oops, did I do that? And rides off into <laughs> also, the sunset. He also steals a cigarette and, and kisses a stranger. Yeah. Which is... 
<laughs> not, not. I think COVID canceled ki- um, yeah, stealing a in, cigarette and kissing a stranger. And kissing strangers. <laughs> yeah, in 2021, no good. Yeah. No more kissing strangers and yeah, stealing before, cigarettes. Like you say, as soon as we get vaccinated, we can kiss whatever strangers we want. That is, that is true. <laughs> Listen, I want to get mad at Toad, but I can't because he's just so cool. Oh, he's just so cool. <laughs> I just love the oops. Did I? do that oh yeah <laughs> bringing back the great catchphrase it's your delivery on that kirsten <laughs> it stuck with me it's so stuck good with me i was laughing throughout the whole <laughs> the whole thing his, his stupid like lower voice that he's using i would love i need one of these cool person machines but i don't know i don't know what my cool person name would be because like matt gagan you can't really change the pronunciation i to make think it, it would sound be cooler. moat most okay and then you could really i feel like i've heard people pronounce your name like gagesian because they don't they don't understand however many years of school i was in just teachers constantly trying to pronounce my name was always an adventure they would add r's i don't know why always there were gregorian got thrown around a lot you'd be moat gregorian Gregorian. Nailed it. Got it. Oh my god. Moat Gregorian. Am I changing the name on the Bojack Horsepot account to Modi Fresh 24? Did I did featuring, I do that? Featuring Moat Gregorian. Gregorian. Very special guest on today's pod. Oh my god. Well, that's certainly the accompanying tweet, I think. Like, duh. Esteemed character actor Moat Gregorian. He's just so cool. Uh, yeah, I'd be mad, but he's just so cool. It's like Todd, like, bringing his voice down like that, though. It reminds me, there's this, like, TikTok going around right now that uh, a lot of women have taken on. And they're, like, it's a lot of, like, bi and lesbian women being, like, oh, girls never know when I'm flirting with them. And it's, like, someone made it being, like, when you're flirting with a girl, you can't go into, like, your high voice. You have to go down. So instead of being, like, oh, my God, you're so pretty, you'd be, like, you're so pretty uh and then it's like people taking the t- doing the tiktok and they do out with it and they're like this is what i normally say i love your shirt and it's like another one's like i love your shirt and they're like oh, i'm so hot oh my god i'm so hot and it's like one of my favorite tiktok trends are again tiktok thinks i'm a lesbian i like it also. i like even just hearing you describe it was um, fun. yeah yeah famously tiktok thinks i'm a lesbian and for a minute i was like do they know something i don't know because <laughs> The algorithm is so knows good. You better than you yeah. Know your, yeah, TikTok knows you better than you know yourself. They they so. got me for a second, and I was like, no, no, no I, that's not true. Anyways, that was again irrelevant. I'm so sorry. Last <laughs> week was a short episode, so this week we are making up for that lost time. Yeah, we're already further into it than the than the entire duration of last week's episode. La- last week we said we'll give you those 13 minutes back, and then this week we said we're taking them back. Um, <laughs> no free lunches on Bojack Horseback. <laughs> Um, okay, so when they're in Herb's office, there's a voicemail literally like, hey, Herb, your brakes are perfect, unless someone deliberately <laughs> cut them. But why would someone do that? And it's like, <laughs> did Herb get murdered? Just planting that seed. Yeah, really putting the pieces together. They really just immediately, and Bojack's like, uh, deletes the voicemail, because they're like, oh, I love horsing around, especially the kids. And he's like, <laughs> deletes the voicemail immediately, like, mm, how? Never really got into that horse character. Yeah, it, like, smashes the machine. Yeah, and then they get into the computer, they see the address of a storage locker, they get to the storage locker, and there's basically a briefcase. They're like, oh, this is the gold. And it is empty, and there's a little fur in it. Sarah Lynn bites the fur and goes, it's bear fur. I know bear fur. My stepdad was a bear. Uh... It's a big yikes moment, right? Like, I wasn't sure if I was taking this too far, feeling like this was a yikes moment. I was uncomfortable because there was also another comment, like, earlier in the episode, a flashback to the pilot again that's like, oh, don't you have any friends? Like, Joelle says Mm -hmm. to Sarah Lynn and she goes no I don't have any friends from school my stepdad teaches me he homeschools me he's a photographer and so they like they plant the seed that Sarah Lynn's stepfather is bad man super dark yeah this episode in particular they really leaned into like just making the Sarah Lynn character as dark as possible Mm -hmm. like I feel like even more so than in previous episodes well and I think that they just are leaning into like Sarah Lynn has had such a horrible life she's gone down such a bad path and it's like well here are reasons why that might happen yeah i feel bad for her she's such a tragic character i love sarah lynn yeah. suck a dick dumb shits you know <laughs> a great catchphrase hope... she definitely would have been my favorite character on horse and around absolutely <laughs> I, can, I can tell absolutely she broke the bachelor vase like 
That's she did what she did. She's that's comedy. She's doing what the other girls cannot. I hope that my last tweet is suck a dick dumb shits. That gets oh, read at yes. my funeral. Oh yes. That'd be amazing. That'd be I think that would be that would be perfect. I get to live tweet my whole death and then it's like hashtag suck a dick dumb shit. You put it on your tombstone. <laughs> Honestly, yes. <laughs> they also find a letter in the the storage locker from Henry Winkler being like, I read your manuscript and I'm just only jealous that I didn't write it because it's so good. And Bojack puts it together. Obviously, Uh-oh. Henry Winkler murdered Herb to steal the manuscript and publish it under his own name. It's always the person you medium expect. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> and so they storm into the funeral and Bojack says, everybody stop. Henry Winkler is a stone cold killer. <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> Unless you mean a killer of gloom. Yeah. And I think killer of gloom is what I want on my tombstone. <laughs> Moat Gregorian killer of, Mo- killer Mo- of gloom. Uh, Maddie, you are a killer of doom. I feel like you always make me so happy. Like, oh I and I'm, I'm, I'm being completely serious right now. Maddie is a bright friggin' sunshine in my life. And Maddie could always make me feel better if I'm sad. I'm going to have to add to my list of times that I've cried. Oh no, Maddie. I don't ever want to be the reason why you cry. No, this is this is good crying. April 18th, 2021. Mark it on the calendar. I love I just love Moat Gregorian. Um. <laughs> Moat Gregorian might be my favorite thing to come out of this podcast. <laughs> it's so good. This better be a running joke for, for years I'm to come. I'm just like imagining you in school on Long Island and the teacher's like, Matt, Gregorian? <laughs> You're like, that's probably me. I don't know. Special delivery from the moat man. <laughs> Teachers always had trouble with my name as well because they can't uh, read. They, they they don't know that I after, like I before R makes a different sound than R before <laughs> I. Like phonics is really hard for people. But never anything as good as Gregorian. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love that. Lindsay, I feel like your name is like pretty hard to mess up. Yeah, it's difficult, for sure. I definitely... You re- you'd have to try to mess it up. Like. <laughs> you really have to. There was one time I was with a friend of mine, and we were buying, like, Greyhound bus tickets, and the friend I was with, like, carefully spelled out every letter of his last name, and then I was like, oh, my last name's just Wilson, and I didn't bother to spell it out, and then they spelled it wrong, so... <laughs> I actually recently spelt my own name wrong when I was donating money to the Canadian Cancer Society, so now I'm scared that it won't work for my taxes next year. <laughs> how'd you spell it i just like had a typo and i just hit the a instead of the s when i was typing mckinnis so it says no. mckinnia 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 it's, it's not good but henry winkler has a manuscript in his jacket because he and tina agreed that the book was so bad that it should never be published and then bojack reads a couple of excerpts from this book and yeah it was pretty <laughs> bad the air was fragrant with the flowers of laughter and the smoke of adventure <laughs> This podcast is fragrant with the <laughs> always the flowers of with laughter, the flowers and the smoke of, of adventure. That's a that's a five star review just ready to be written. Yeah, just somebody, come on, write us a five star review. You're killing us. We, we're, we've loose. given you we've given you what you need like, to write. Now you just need like, to surf up, oh dude. God. Come on, surf's up. that's it. <laughs> surf's up for this podcast that is fragrant mm. with the flowers of laughter and the smoke of adventure. <laughs> It just works, okay? But yeah, so Bojack says that Herb wanted a legacy, but he already has one. People love horsing around. This wasn't ever really a mystery. And Henry just really punches you in the gut with, yeah, you made a mystery out of Herb's death to ascribe meaning to it, but there is no meaning. Like, he died for nothing. That's why most people die. Yeah, there's no shame in dying for nothing. Most people do. Yeah, Henry Winkler just comes out of nowhere with this. And there's always going to be that at least one moment per episode where they just make you reflect and yeah like you're i guess most people do die for nothing awesome there is no meaning in death that's why it's so terrifying henry winkler you're so meaning in life anyways like come on come on (laughs) especially in bojack where it's like you're literally living among the animals where you're just like you're having your existence you know is there a level to that maybe do we need to unpack it right now no (laughs) (laughs) i gave advice last week that essentially contained the phrase all you're supposed to be doing is filling your time with unimportant nonsense until you die. And the person I gave that advice to was like, oh my God, that's such good advice. And I, was like, oh, I really thought that it was going to be a joke, but they took it very seriously. <laughs> 
Lindsay. Sorry, I'm having a panic attack now. I can't. <laughs> right. So then, okay, we get a flashback. <laughs> oh, also, Todd comes to pick up Bojack on the motorcycle. Bojack criticizes Todd's rolled up shirt sleeves, and he immediately becomes Todd again and, like, gets into a motorcycle accident. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Todd. Poor Toad. The power of Bojack. He destroys Toad's newfound self-confidence in just one comment. Yeah, why are your sleeves pushed up like that? Like, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I was just trying something and, new. And just like that, Todd goes back to being yeah, a loser. Todd. Still has a nice face. He has a great face. Somebody get him a cookie. He's a short king, that Todd Chavez. <laughs> According to Google, he is five foot two. Wow. Oh, short king. The only, the only cast member he's taller than is Princess Carolyn. How tall is Princess Carolyn? Four foot nine, oh. according to Google. You can tell I did my I did my homework for this podcast. Googling ages Wait, and heights. How tall is Bojack Horseman? Six foot seven. That's wild. He is so tall and toxic. <laughs> so tall and toxic. He would be in love with Bojack Horseman. Oh my god. I think I think I love myself enough that I wouldn't be into Bojack Horseman. Maybe. But yeah. No, Todd's much more my speed. Twenty four <laughs> and five foot two. That's much better than fifty and six Here's foot seven. I wouldn't have guessed that the height difference was that much between the two of them when they're standing next to each well, other. Because it doesn't look like it. Yeah, it's like a full foot and a half. <laughs> yeah. I liked uh-huh. in the last episode, guess what? At the Disneyland it says you must be this tall to ride except for Todd. Except for Todd. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> Neither of us. Uh, I knew Kirsten that. probably didn't see it because because Kirsten does not know how to I read. Can't read. Have to, <laughs> I can't show. read. I can't see. Like how it's it. fully just morphed into Kirsten doesn't know how to read. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I just, you know what? I just don't think I'm so important that I need to see everything. And I think that you need to (laughs) give me my piece. (laughs) Okay, so the episode then ends with back to the flashback. It's right after the pilot is shot. A bunch of execs come out and they're like, we've got a hit on our hands. Does anybody have any coke? And they, they go to a party to celebrate. But Bojack and Herb do not go to the party. They decide they want to go to where they filmed the love boat because they've always wanted to see it. They go to jump into the water, find out it's only two inches deep. That's Hollywood for you. Bojack says, are you scared if the show takes off that things will change? And Herb says, no, I'm not scared. The future is bright. Just look at it. And then they look at the fake sky that would be behind the love boat and the episode ends, which I think gave me depression. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kid, I I can't even describe why, but when the episode ended, I just like had to that me. Feeling. I was just like they had idealized this set where they thought it was some big glitzy thing in Hollywood. They get there, they see that it's completely fake and not what they expected, and then they're mm-hmm. looking at this fake skyline as if they're looking out into like the beauty of nature and the future is so bright, but it's just literally a piece of cardboard basically or wood with like the real life behind it and it just like it makes you feel kind of empty at the end which i guess means it's a good episode of bojack the show is so good we have a bunch of feedback this week hell yeah sarah wrote in as always she said i'm going stream of consciousness here (laughs) supercalifragilisticexpialabitch is one of my favorite lines ever incredible incredible yeah she says the herb flashback scenes are very sweet this episode reads like a very special episode Um, who do we like better todd or toad i like todd i love todd but also, those two scenes of Toad. Which <laughs> I'd love to see Toad come back at some point. Yes, we love Todd just the way he is, but yeah. nice to see that he has that side of him. Listen, I, yeah, I li- mostly Todd, just with little glimpses of Toad every now and then. It's like the perfect, yeah. the perfect when hybrid. When he brings yeah. him just a little more confidence and can do whatever because, he wants, yeah. can steal your cigarette and your girl. I think if we had if we had Toad every episode, we'd get yes. sick of him. Agreed. But just now and then, and perfect. I'll never get sick of Todd. I love him. No. She asked the question about Wanda that we already sort of touched on that we think maybe these episodes got flipped, but she said, I think it's kind of weird that Bojack and her have been dating and they live together, but she wouldn't go support him as his estranged best friend just died. Exactly. Exactly. This also Mm -hmm. goes back to when Myra had sent all those tweets. She brought up Herb's funeral, which was the spoiler that I couldn't say when Chappelle was on. Myra was like, another thing that's always bugged me is that at Herb's funeral, Charlotte wasn't even going to say hi to him until like he goes to find her to smoke weed with her 
Which like fair. is like fair, but the thing is, is we've only seen Charlotte from Bojack's memories and perception of her. Charlotte has remained extremely important to him in his mind. She's not been thinking about him this whole time. Well, yeah, and it sounds like based on the fact that he didn't even know that she isn't living in Maine, like he hasn't reached out to her at any point in the last 30 years. So like, I right. feel like she doesn't owe him a hello, really. Like, I think in, in that case, you'd expect someone to come up and say hi to you. But like, you haven't stayed in touch. You haven't been friends. It's like. There's strangers. Yeah, if I hadn't, if I didn't talk to someone in 30 years, I would not be, I would not say hello to them. I'd be avoiding Yeah, me too. I'd be like, oh, please don't come over here. Uh, it's like, oh, this is going to be so awkward. Both Sarah and Av mentioned, and I forgot to look for it, even though they both sent this before I watched the episode, in the background of the scene where Herb is talking to Sarah Lynn, they are playing BoJack on MSNBC, talking to Neil McBeal. Incredible. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Gomez also sent a very long message that I will try to go through quickly. Love the Chappelle episode, so that's of awesome. Of course, everybody did. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Chappelle's got the greatest hit ratio of all time. Like oh, anytime yeah. he's on a podcast, it's just he knocks it out of the park. It's, I don't know how he does it. <laughs> it's infuriating, frankly. <laughs> it really is. Can't, I can't, can't stand the guy. <laughs> he's just too damn talented. Okay. I was raised by a BoJack's mom type, so that premiere hits hard. Aww, I love these moments. I'm so sorry about your mom. Yeah, that's rough. Yikes. The Disneyland episode is more fun than he remembered. Spy Guy is hilarious. That was, I'm always rushing. Regarding this episode, to this day, my best friend and I use Sarah Lynn's oblivious mid-funeral Herb died, a shorthand for when we're making fun of each other for being clueless about something. <laughs> Herb died? That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, I, I, can, I can use that. And then okay. the last thing, Princess, Princess Carolyn with Henry Winkler and Mr. Peanut Butter having the impromptu, most people don't give a damn, but he gave those beavers a damn. Kills me. That was great. Inspired give a damn pun. Incredible. Yeah, Myra also confirmed that we are the only female-led podcast on BoJack. So I like that. We're we're bringing that unique perspective, okay? Women. Man-hating women. (laughs) That's right. Honestly, we love BoJack Horseman and we love man-hating women. So it's a great combination. (laughs) I see no problem. Oh, yeah. Feedback from the the Chappelle episode. Chappelle had a blast. Will from America said, breaking. This was so good. Timothy says that the secret best freaky day is Sunday. And was mad that we didn't bring up Wendy Malik as as B Horseman. Oh, true. Yeah. I think Will also posted his definitive ranking of the sexy days. Right, so he said days of the week ranked by sexiness. One, Wednesday. Two, Sunday. Three, Friday. Four, Thursday. Five, Saturday. Six, Tuesday. Seven, Monday. I think Saturday is tragically low on this list. Very low. I think Saturday's a sexy day. Yeah, you don't have to work the next day. I don't know. Sunday seems like it's going to be less sexy than Saturday to me. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear some reasoning behind this list. Yeah, Yeah. Will, explain yourself. If you're available for comments. Uh, Will will be on the podcast within the next couple of weeks as well. Yes, we can ask him to justify it then. We will finally be able to dissect that. We can grill him then. We can interrogate him. We can cross-examine him. Well, we'll find out more. Let's make a note of that. Watch out, Will. Stay tuned. We're grilling you. Is that? I think that's it. I think that, that that's all. Mm-hmm. If people want to be part of that conversation, you can email us, bojackhorsepod at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us, at bojackhorsepod. Please be part of the conversation. Also, you can- Leave us ratings and reviews. Yes. Please, for the love of God, we're begging you. Leave <laughs> a review with five stars. Write us a note. You can say- anything you can say anything you want in the review as long as you give us five stars we are not accepting less than five stars at this time we'll let you know if we ever open that up we won't <laughs> stop <laughs> fucking around you can put surfs up in there yeah. if you can but you don't have surf's to up. give us the five stars surfs up dudes give us five stars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh my it's God. it's important it's important to all of us okay oh my goodness Maddie, this has been so much. Fun. I'm so glad you came on. Modi Gregorian. I'm so star. glad. Thank you so too. much for joining <laughs> us again. Maddie Fresh will be back. This is not the last you've seen of yeah, me. I better. Can you be. imagine if I was like, never mind. We don't. We don't want you back. <laughs> that uh, was enough. <laughs> <laughs> This was a trial run, it's, and unfortunately, you did well, not do well, as we hoped. <laughs> so here's the thing. Matt Gagan, not invited back. Moat Gregorian will be back. <laughs> that I can accept. Do you have anything you want to plug, Matt? I think this is the this is the only podcast I'm going to be on for a while, I think. Get your Twitter um, handle out again for the yeah, third or fourth I think time. Just, yeah. 
if you didn't catch it the first three, definitely follow me on Twitter at MaddieFresh24. Right. Um, you heard it here first. I have great tweets. I have references. Ma- yeah, um, you heard what my last few tweets were. So if, if that sounds like that content is for you, you know, <laughs> Matt is a very underrated Twitter account to me. Like the fact that it took so long to get you to a thousand followers makes me sick to my stomach. The way that you've been disrespected I- <laughs> on Twitter because you're funny, you've got jokes and you, good you. opinions. I know, like I don't I think I've ever seen Maddie with a bad oh. opinion. All of my followers should also be following you. It's very important to me. So one more time at Maddie. <laughs> Lindsay, you can also catch not on Twitter because she's healthy, but <laughs> she is on Simpsons Then and Now, which has a new new co-host. We just did a Brant Steele episode. Ooh. As of the time you were listening to this, it'll have been out for like a week, but very fun. So check that out with Mike Bloom. Incredible. Yeah, that's right. Mike Bloom on Simpsons Then and Now. Get over there. Oh. And then for myself, if you're not sick of me yet, uh, you could catch me uh, on all social media at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What, where I am alive too much for my mental health. I also have Kowski Cast, where there will eventually be a new Riverdale podcast. Riverdale's on hiatus till July, so Mary's probably going to move to avoid editing that podcast, as well as The Temptation Island, a wrap-up with Maggie Morgan, which as of the time this comes out the finale pod will have just dropped so very exciting and i will have just been on the big brother canada 9 episode recap the night before this drops over on rhap so check me out and again follow <laughs> so us at bojack horse pod bojack horse pod at gmail.com thank you to will from america for our theme song and we'll we'll see you next time bye, bye.